G'day listeners, this episode is proudly brought to you by our major sponsor, subshq.com.au. Use code BENS15 at checkout to receive 15% off on your next purchase. G'day guys and girls, listeners, followers, welcome back to another episode of the <clears throat> Matter Mentality Podcast. Now, this one is going to be a little bit different. Um kind of want to just dive in now usually i do like business updates and stuff like that prep updates it's been a while since i've done one so by the time they are all released and there is like a, a trail of these um when our audio guy gets back it'll be a few weeks behind um however this one has been a few weeks since i've done updates because i've just been getting through it and going through it and kind of got to the point where i was starting to feel the fatigue and run down but i'm feeling a bit better today and kind of after having the podcast and the bros of brains i want to have a bit of a dive into um kind of where my head is at um and a bit more about bodybuilding behind the scenes of stuff that you don't really get so we're talking about today on the podcast how how bodybuilding has become a lot more trend it's been a little popular fad it's exciting it's been like glamorized it's been polarizing it's exciting and that's good and bad i see it good and bad um in the sense that the good is that people taking on physical development, suffering, endurance, grit, determination, goal setting, lifestyle change, goal orientation, I think is fantastic. I think it's a great thing. I think the mental skills that bodybuilding builds, the resilience it builds, the uh, consistency, the um, the overall just result can be great. However, there's a lot that doesn't really get talked about and people don't really share or understand and then they go through it or they look at the experience, they see the glamouring, the glamorization on stage, they see the excitement, and then that's like that's all they catch and that's what they want. How do I get up there and get that cloud? How do I get up there and, and view that? And how do I get that five minutes of fame? And the funny part is that's really literally all it is, is five minutes of fame. It's five minutes up there with your tan on, posing, um, your mandatory, your quarter turns, your posing routine, comparisons, and you're off. And you might get call outs, you might not. You might get placing, you might not. You might do overalls, you might not. But overall, it's about five minutes. That's half a year's worth of work plus a year or two's worth of commitment, growth, development to to a five-minute outcome. And as someone who played a pretty decent level of rugby league, you used to play rugby league every week. You train, you would play, you have different comps, different uh, clubs, different leagues, schoolboys, seniors, club. And you know, you'd play two, three games a week, review, get better, review, get better, train, improve, uh, make your grand final, get an off-season. Bodybuilding is very different. And to me, seeing that it's kind of become the trend uh, point for coaches to take someone who simply wants to lose some body fat or people think that losing body fat automatically qualifies them to want to do a bodybuilding show, um, thinking that just because you've done a bit of a deficit or a controlled diet that you have what it takes to, or you have all of a sudden the skill set to mentally sustain a 20-week prep or a 16 or a 12-week prep. And it doesn't quite cro I cross over that way. That isn't to say that I'm better than anyone or I can do something better than anyone else or that you know I have what it takes because I'm a nobody in this game. But I know psychologically how it works. I know mentally how these things occur. And I think it's the wrong perspective to have around bodybuilding that uh, fat loss equals get on stage. And I see federations and things that are pushing like these weight loss divisions and fat loss divisions and like body transformation divisions, stuff like that, which is great. First, I don't even know how you score that or categorize that as a thing, but good you're encouraging people to lose weight or, or improve their body or their health or the physique cool but putting a position or a placing on it putting trophies to it um putting this idea that that 
that bodybuilding is is your first step experience. For people, there's people that haven't even done a diet before, or controlled a deficit before, or done a, a six month periodization before of training, and they're trying to then jump straight into getting on stage. It's like you haven't even experienced a long term period of suffering before, a long term growth phase, a surplus, increasing muscle mass, progressive overload, tracking programming data, tracking check ins, being criticized, being reflected on, having your flaws exposed. Like if you're not mentally prepared for those things, it gets bad. Um, and that's where I think a lot of the problems lie is people go into this with the wrong perception of outcome, the wrong uh, the wrong perspective of what's going to happen, the wrong perspective of what it's all about. You know, they've been told by Greg or Susie or their uncle's auntie, their mum's friend, that how beautiful they are or they're the best one up there and they're going to be the belle of the ball. They're going to be the greatest physique, the strongest, the biggest. And that's, that's all well and good. It means well, people care. But at the same time, it fills you with false hope and sets expectations that are clouded in uh, false perceptions or not even perceptions that they, they don't even know. They just have no idea. And then all of a sudden from that, they're trying to tell you how good you're going to do. And you, you take that and go, well, this person's going to be great. So I'm going to do it versus the 20 people said, hey, you'd probably take 12 months. And, you know, the other thing too is mentally what happens along the way. Um, you know, right now for me, and I know I've talked about already like consequences of psychology of cutting and stuff like that. But for me right now, um, I'm my own worst critic. I am definitely my harshest critic. I'm definitely my biggest criticizer. I attack myself with the most criticism in a productive way. It's not negative. I'm letting anyone to say, hey, like you're, there's something wrong with you. I objectively review my physique. I objectively send data to people and I objectively send uh, feedback. I give myself feedback. I review what's going on. I look at my my um, appearance subjectively as well. I know where I want to be better for next time already. And the show isn't even over yet. I know where I want to improve. I know where I want to get better. I also know that I want to make the most of the stage and enjoy the moment. It's been three years in the work. It's been a long time coming. Um, it's been a consistent effort. It's been something that I've worked towards to make happen. Um, so to not make the most of it would just be silly. But I am someone who is pretty, I would say, introspectively aware, pretty self-aware, pretty uh, pretty knowledgeable in psychology. I'd say I have at least a decent understanding of how the, how the mind works, um, how anxiety works, how comparisons work, how social theories work, a lot of these things, how they go. And I still... At this point in prep and making comparisons, my thoughts and my mind change a hundred times a day. I have thoughts about stopping. I have thoughts about snacking. I have thoughts about food. I have thoughts about how other people may look. I have thoughts about how I'm going to do on stage, my posing, my routine, my my shots, where I'm weakest, where I'm fattest. Not the fact that most of my body is you know sub 3% body fat, but the fact that I'm fat and I'm fatter elsewhere than I need to be. And I'm, I'm stage fat. I'm not stage ready. I'm not stage lean. I'm not competitive. I'm not big enough. These are all thoughts that I have knowing full well that this is a 10-year, 20-year journey that I've just started. And that makes me, I think, humble enough and prepared mentally for the long journey and for what's going to come and what's happening. But if I'm introspective enough, if I am, I think, psychologically aware enough to know these things, then how can... And I still go through these thought patterns and these moments, these situations. What hope does someone have who's never had that before? What hope does someone have who has no idea or if their coach has no idea to explain it or they've never been exposed to it before? They've never been subjected to harsh criticisms and reflections, realities of being compared to others based on their appearance and their weakest flaws not their best parts. Um, you know, just because you lost 50 kilos or 40 kilos or you recomped your body and you think you feel great and then you're told next to the other person you're still fat or you've got too much fat, you need to be leaner need to be 
in better condition. You need to be able to show your muscle better. You need more muscle mass. You need to be whatever um, your division requires. If you're not prepared for that and you're uh, hesitant to hear that, you're, you're, you're fixed in your belief about how good you are and how good you look and therefore anything less than that is wrong or um, is going to spiral your mental space, I'm sorry, but that's not a bodybuilding's fault. I think it's yours. I think that's that's your desire to get on stage for the wrong reason is going to uh, cloud what the sport is actually about and what it can be about, and that's going to lead to a lot of problems. I know for a fact that I am not going to win, but I'm going to work my fucking ass off to make sure that I am going to win. And if I don't, Everyone that beat me had best have been the best possible condition. They possibly could be in the best shape, best size. I was just beaten because everything that I control is going to be controlled and lead to me producing the best physique possible for my height, for my weight, for my category, for my division. And that's going to be the the best I can do. And I'm okay with that. I am pushing to get to a point where I win. And inevitably one day that's going to happen. I'm going to lay the ducks out in a row and I'm going to knock them off. Does that mean it happens this time? Does it mean it happens next time? No. Doesn't even mean it happens at all, but I'm going to make sure it happens by controlling what I can, taking the feedback, being criticized, being told I'm shit, being told I'm fat, too small, need to be bigger, work on posing, come in harder, diet harder next time, push supplementation, whatever it is. Those are things I'm going to be told and I'm going to be here, and that's okay. But I am not, I would say, the norm. And I think a lot of, like, you know, uh, luckily, a lot of people who do bodybuilding are aware of this and understanding of this when it comes to their criticism and their reflections or reviews, post-comp assessments. But a lot of people that get into it who aren't prepared for this, they they aren't as introspective, they aren't internally as aware, they aren't psychologically as aware, and it can be problematic. Um, you know, for me personally right now, like, you know, there's I'm at a point of exhaustion. I am fatigued. I'm taking a lot of supplementation. Relationships are, are on the downturn in terms of like how much I interact with people, where I go out, what I do, um, you know, family, my parent, my siblings uh, have all been told like, you know, don't take this personally, but don't expect to hear from me for a little while. I'm not going to be doing much. I'm not going to be able to come out and do things. Um, I can do long black coffees and that's about it. Uh, I'm not going to eat anything you make. I'm not going to go to any birthday events and eat food. I'm not going to do any of that stuff because it adds variables to my day that I can't control. And right now that leads me subjective to placing worse. And that is okay, provided that you preambled that and you were aware of that and they are aware of that. But that's a consequence of what's to come because this is an extremity. It's an outlier. This weird idea that, you know, uh, energy deprivation and depletion and uh, low availability of energy and low calorie intake, low carb intake, high protein, no fats, low fats, moderate fats, um, you know, having to pose and do cardio three times a day or two times a day or however times a day, uh, output through the roof, training sessions, uh, check-ins, assessments, all of that takes a lot of time and takes a large part of your day up. And if you haven't prepared for that with the friend circles, with your own circles, with your own people, with your own family, your friends, relationships, it will suffer. And again, that's something that a lot of people are prepared for because they've heard that the stage is fun. The glitz and glamour is cool. You've got a cool bikini. You've got a cool tan. You've got a cool pair of posing trunks. And that is not all that is. That's like the 1% of it. The rest of it, the rest of the six months, the rest of the pre-prep phase, the rest of the off-season, the growing phase, being softer, 
gaining weight, not having the same uh, clout that you get when you're shredded. All of that's part of the game. You've got to be prepared for it. You've got to know how to make the most of it. You've got to know how to make the most of the phase you're in. You've got to know how to enjoy the phase you're in. You've got to know how to mentally prepare for process-focused goals, outcome-focused goals, and performance goals. You've got to be able to know how to tick boxes. You've got to know how to be consistently on top of things. You've got to be reviewing things, improving things. You know, are you also proficient at your job, in business, in your career? Are you slacking at work? What can you do better? What can you do differently? All that stuff that that is a consequence of prep um, and wanting to bodybuild properly, really give in, get into bodybuilding. You know, even at the point where we've closed business and we've had to shut down the books for a little while and sort of um, not take on any more consults or any sales until after prep is finished because I just don't have the capacity mentally to take on more people. I don't think I'll be serving anyone justice or doing them a favor by working with them right now um, beyond who I already have, who I already understand and know and figuring it out and, and working with them previously. To to take someone's money right now over the next three and a half to five weeks, I think it'd be very unfair. Um, but that's just me. Um, and yeah, I think you know, we've got to be aware of that these are the things that are going to happen. Um, I don't think bodybuilding should be as trendy as what it is because it's not trendy. It's an extremity. The idea that you go from average attending the gym three times a week to getting on a bodybuilding stage, I think is a gross misuse of what the sport's about. It can be great. It can be beneficial. It can be amazing. But the consequences, if you're not prepared for it, and if you aren't set up for it, you don't have life ready for it, if the rest of the people around you, if you're someone who is responsible for other lives, if you're responsible for providing, if you're in a relationship, if you're married, if you have a household, you have investments or finances together, all of that becomes affected by what you choose to do in the next six months, 12 months, two years in. And that's all going to be affected in your approach to it, how you feel about it, the things you say, the things you think, you feel, the go-through. Um, and you need to be prepared for that because it does get hard. It's been This has been definitely one of the better preps I've had. I've, I've had a couple where obviously COVID stopped them. I didn't quite make it, but got pretty far into them, got pretty good. Um, this is by far the best one I've had, but at the same time, it's a new condition I've never been to and I'm pushing that as hard as I can. That is going to be like anything beyond this now is just a feeling I've never had and it's going to be fatiguing, exhausting. I'm hungry. I'm constantly thinking about food. I'm constantly thinking about uh, my next training session, how the pump looks, how I'm looking, how I'm feeling, a slight bit of bloat or failure to pass, um, pass waste. I'm not drying out enough. I'm not shitting properly. Is this going to affect how I look on stage? What if I have this food and digestion occurs like this on stage or, or before stage or in peak week? Um, you know, am I going to be drying up with this whole water? Am I going to be too fluidy? Do I need to pull this? Do I need to hold on to this? Do I need to keep this? Sleep more, yada, yada, rest more. All these things, um, they're all the thoughts I have every single day. Like They're running through my head daily. Um, and I don't think I'm any different to anyone else that really gets into bodybuilding that's trying to win and wants to be their best and, and show off the best. Um and this is an improvement of how I was in my first few seasons, my first few trials and my first stage trial. Food is higher. Sleep is better. Stress is better managed. My systems are better in place. I'm still operating the business, still making money. I'm still profitable, but at the same time, it's still slowing down. It's at a pause or standstill because of what's happening. Um, so that's definitely, you know, things to reflect on and understand that I'm going through and I'm well-versed in this. I am well-versed in the consequences, the psychology of it, the responses mentally, the neurological and anatomical responses, chemical responses or hormonal responses. Like I'm, I'm pretty versed in a lot of it and I still go through it myself. And that is saying something. 
when I can articulate it and even I can understand it and I can express it and I can tell people and still feel it and go through it, that's got to mean that that has to tell you how significant it is and kind of what's to come from it. So yeah, I just thought, you know, this is where my head is at mentally now. I've got two and a half weeks left to go um, for the first show and then two weeks after that for the second. And I really think I'm really driving the physique now to get, you know, I'll pop it 95% for the States. And then I think the crispy look is really going to come for nationals where I'll be really prepared and, and uh, you know, that disgusting level of condition I've never had before, um, which will then set me up for a really good rebound, a really good bounce back phase, which is another point that people need to be prepared for is, you know, what happens after the shows? How do you reverse out of it? How do you get back to normality? How do you prepare mentally for the loss of condition? For the photo shoots that aren't going to always be there, for the condition you're not going to keep forever, the, the look that you've been praised for that no longer is existing because you've had to go back and grow and put size on and gain fat, gain mass. How fat do you actually get? What's your plans for off-season? What's your plans for the next phase, the next comp? Do you have one? Is this just a one-off experience that you probably shouldn't have done? Do you have plans for what's to come next? Do you have a post-comp health phase? You know, all these are questions that I have now as my own coach and I have my own clients and I'm running, you know, I plan on keeping for myself and, and mapping out. Um, I have templates I put together and I'll map these out for post-comp for myself and for my clients. And I'm going to be testing my own theories on myself post-comp, how I can systemize and template that and then how I can pass it on to them and see if it works for them um, and obviously adjust and implement strategies where I need to. But yeah, these are all things that, I'm considered of now as someone who not only engages in it, I love doing this, but I'm coaching. I coach people to go through this and I mentally work with people to go through this. Um, so for me, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a bit of an update for where my head is at. Like I'm, you know, I'm getting a lot more emotional, getting a lot more fatigued, a lot more tired, um, a lot more reactive, um, easily frustrated, exhausted, tired. I'm trying to put my feet up more, play more, sleep more, just so I can take stress away and not be so fixated on how I look and appear not think so heavily on food, but at the same time, it's going to happen. So yeah, it's a little update there for everyone that, you know, you can't be prepared for these things. Like this is, this is at two and a half weeks out, it's only going to get worse too. The, you know, I'll be thinking about post-comp food. I don't want to, but I'm going to, um, you know, I need to phrase it in a way that I understand having a few free meals is good. And then back to the, the routine, the plan, the system, the strategy, going into off season, um, staying accountable for myself to clients, to the standard I set for myself, the expectations I set and how we're going to use that to foster growth into the new year and really push my physique to something that's never been before and get to that extremities and those outlying positions. I think that's, you know, all stuff that I'm going to be considered of that's going through my head even now. I've got four weeks left of this season. And again, that doesn't guarantee me a win, a place or anything. It's just simply part of the game. Um, but yeah, so, you know, bit of an update of where my head's at. I'm, I'm, as an update itself, I'm going to be coming in the leanest I've ever been at the heaviest weight I've ever been, which is, you know, about 87 by the time I flatten out and fill back up to like 89. Um, so this will put me about the top end of the category. Sure, there'll be heavier guys. There'll be some bigger guys. That's great. Um, but overall, condition-wise on stage, I'll be about 10 kilos heavier than my previous look um, compared to what I've been before and leaner, a lot leaner. So yeah, there's last little bits of stubbornness that are coming off that are really being dug out at the moment. Um, you know, pushing cardio, pushing activity, Nothing crazy, just enough. Not being stupid, just being responsible and just being adherent and consistent, ticking over the boxes. Uh, a few things in hindsight as well, coaching myself and making calls that I will look back in reflection of and say, hey, probably could have done this earlier. Probably could have pushed this a bit sooner. Probably could have modified this or changed this supplementation and that would have been a better result. But, you know, they're things that I don't know until I do them. And now I have that information on myself. When I work with other people, I've been doing a lot of off work with Scaffy. 
and we will be pushing my physique to a place it's never been. And then we have the data. We have that information on how it works and what happens and how it's going to respond. So, yeah, it's a bit of a catch-up before I get too tired as I'm starting to run out of time to speak and energy. Um, I'm going to put my feet up, play some Sony and, and Borderlands 3. Everyone, if you haven't played it, awesome game. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, awesome game. Uh, definitely got me through prep so far. But, yeah, that's kind of where my head is and what we're going to be doing. So I will chat to you all in the near future. Keep following, like, subscribe. Uh, request any questions follow the road to stage blogs that are coming out um, any client updates things like that as well so yeah that's just it for me and i thought i'd give you all a bit of an update on where where things are at and kind of what to expect from bodybuilding kind of give you the both best of both sides like don't get me wrong i love this game i love everything about it regardless of placing i love the physical development i love how much i've improved in a matter of two years keen to see what i can do another two without a global disaster going on um and keen to see what I can do with those time frames and really commit myself there. Um, and yeah, we just we go from there to the next one and start getting towards the heavyweight category and start pushing up that weight class. So that's it for me, guys, and I'll chat to you again soon. <laughs>